Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, and Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studios at Laurel and Hattiesburg. It is the midweek edition of the Eagle Hour, and we're glad you're with us. Garland Wilson, who is the Director of Operations for Men's Basketball at Southern Miss. He'll be on the show a little later, coming to the Hattiesburg studio here, the First Bank studio. We're glad to have him. We're also going to be talking in just a moment to one of our favorite coaches, B.A. Balmuth from Men's Baseball, of course. Before we do that, though, we'll remind you about Dickey's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics and, of course, the Eagle Hour. You can enjoy their delicious food. It's cooked seven days a week. It's always fresh, and it really, really is always good at the Dickey's Restaurant here next to the mall in Hattiesburg. 15th Street in Laurel or a Dickies near you if you're listening in other parts of the state. And don't forget, wherever your Dickies is at, they'll cater any event you have, large or small. So the next time you have something special, just sit back, relax, enjoy the great food, and let Dickies do the cooking. All right, our first guest, uh, no stranger to our show, but a guy we always welcome and always enjoy our conversations with. B.A. Valmuth is the hitting coach uh, for the Golden Eagle baseball team and uh, the director of all the baseball camps that are about to uh, unwind here. B.A., welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Thanks for having me, fellas. Well, look, before we get to the camps, let us congratulate you on another really good baseball season, 40 wins, conference championship, finals of the uh, NCAA Regional uh, Baton Rouge Tournament. Give us your thoughts on the season, B.A. Man, it was a really uh, it was a really trying season early in the year, but our guys really came together and uh, – fought really hard uh the final message to the team uh you know that, that they came together in that conference tournament knowing we had to win to get in uh and what they put together those last eight games or so was something truly special we uh we uh and the coaching was over with put it all in their hands and and they stepped up and uh all right we rose to the occasion and uh really really pleased to have everything in it obviously we hate it to uh see the season come to an end but uh we had a we had a blast down in Baton Rouge. Had some fun games down there, and uh, really really enjoyed ourselves. So, BA, when you finish the season the way the team did, six and two in the postseason, win the Conference USA tournament, beat a good Arizona State team twice, have two really dramatic games uh, against LSU, I would think that is a positive momentum carrying into the off season. Absolutely, um, especially the way the games went down in Baton Rouge. Um, you had a you had a walk off win against Arizona State just to get in the finals against LSU and you know we always talk about momentum with the team and that absolutely will carry over in off season. I mean you you got the entire team uh, you got even our managers Robert Pickett and Will Upton going crazy for a walk off win uh, really carried us in the momentum into the championship game which we ended up falling a little short but uh, that that type of stuff really carries over from year to year. Right. Now, B.A., nobody knows more about home runs than you, and no one has ever met that mark of hitting two home runs in the same inning 
of a regional. I always like to remind our listeners about that when you're on the show. But now I got to tell you that uh, that your second baseman really ha- had a dramatic hit hit in his own right, a grand slam on one knee. Did you uh, did you teach Gidry how to hit like that? Uh, Gidry's a way better hitter than I ever was. Uh, <laughs> he uh, it was very very exciting once that happened. Um, you know the guys they brought out they brought out their best arms and. Uh, kind of felt like uh we didn't have the momentum at that time and end up drawing a couple walks and Gidry coming through like he has done in the past hitting that grand slam really really swung the momentum and we felt like we had him on their heels and uh it was really really exciting time for uh for this program and, and for our team yeah and i tell you what really impressed me too was uh was the vocal southern miss crowd that we saw throughout the regionals i'm sure that helped the guys huh Absolutely. Uh, we talked with many LSU fans. They were not expecting uh, Southern Miss to, to bring that many fans down there. Um, I know it was t- hard to hear at times because those uh, LSU fans could get a little rowdy, but any time they started a Southern Miss chant, you, you, could, you could definitely tell we had a presence there. And it, our guys really drew to it, and it really, really helps gain momentum for our team. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hold BA over in the second segment to talk about the camps. But uh, Luke, I know you must have some baseball questions uh, for Coach Valmuth before we move on to the camps. Yeah, BA, we talked uh, we talked to Coach Barry Monday, and I think these three days are some of the days that you guys uh, don't like as baseball coaches. Uh, you, you're a guy who knows what it's like for the draft. You're taking in the third round in 2011. Uh, what's Matt Warner feeling right now, bro? Pure excitement. Um, talked with him a little bit ago, actually. He's uh, really excited to start his next chapter of life, and he's well-deserving. Um, nobody works harder. Nobody uh, is better off the field and on the field than him. Um, very, very deserving of this honor. Uh, there's going to be some, you know, some learning curve, getting used to the next level that everybody goes through. But uh, he's prepared, and we could not be more happy for him. What's the, just to remind our listeners, you know, what's the timeline with you and, you know, when, what you experienced in 2011, but uh, with with Matt right now, what do the next uh, few weeks or months look like? Uh, I would imagine in a week or so they're going to bring him up. Um, I don't know if they're going to bring him to Minnesota, but he'll, he'll definitely have some sort of press conference. He'll have to go through all the physical and all that stuff. And uh, once he signs his contract, they'll uh, – I'll probably take it slow. Um, I don't. I don't see him going straight into, you know, after sitting two or three weeks, going straight into playing full games. He'll probably have a week grace period where he's in rookie ball or whatever, getting his feet back underneath him, getting his swing, everything, uh, feeling good. And they'll probably end up sending him to low A or high A, if I had to guess. Um, but that high of a draft pick, uh, it, it really just depends on the organization. But uh, from that point on, it, it's just baseball only, and uh, however far he can make, it's up to him. We've, we've asked Coach Kaye this question, asked Coach Barry this question. Um, you know, in the hitters that you've been around and, and the hitters that you played baseball with, where does he rank? Uh, the hitters I've been around, I've been around some big league hitters now, too. Uh, but he, he's way up there, man. He, uh, he did, Since the day he showed up on campus, we only we knew he had the ability, but the uh, the mental capacity he has. He, he took a lot of walks this year in you know, a key situation because he knew they weren't going to try to pitch to him. He's our best hitter. Um, so I, he's definitely way up in this. Um, I don't know if I can put him over big leaguers just yet. Uh, I think time will right. tell. But he, uh, he he definitely is one of the, I said, 
two or three years ago, he's going to be one of the greatest Southern Miss Golden Eagles ever wear the uniform. And I think he held up right. to that. Bob, you know, that's one of the things that we, we talked about yesterday. Listen out those career stats. He, he, he goes down as the, the greatest drawer of walks in Southern Miss history. Pretty phenomenal when you think about that. Well, no question. That means people obviously in BA knows a lot more about this than me. They, I guess it was a bit frustrating for him some this year, B.A., because it was pretty clear that a lot of teams were trying to pitch around him, and if they didn't intentionally walk him, he certainly didn't see a lot of good pitches, did he? Absolutely. I think he had a little bit of frustration earlier in the year because it is a different role that nobody's ever used to until you go through it. Um, I mean, Barry Bonds, I don't want to use him as a comparison, but Barry Bonds had to learn how to take his walks uh, in his later years. And uh, I think Walner kind of felt that a little bit. He wanted to get his average. He wanted to hit his homers early. and got himself out and got him off to a slow start. But once he settled in, once he understood, you know what, they're not going to give me the cookies. They're not going to throw me fastballs in these counts. Uh, he, he really just took off. Right. Except for Rice in the tournament. For some reason, they decided to throw him fastballs there at the end, didn't they, B.A.? <laughs> they made a couple mistakes, and he was ready for them. <laughs> uh, speaking of the draft, has has anything materialized since uh, since uh, his announcement? Have you have you heard anything about any other players, whether on the team now or perhaps incoming players uh, being affected by the draft? Uh, well, I know for sure we've had one signee. Uh, Cody Milligan get drafted in the ninth round. Uh, Coach Kai does all that with our recruiting. He keeps up with all that. I've been trying to get some of this camp stuff together. But uh, I think we're going to have a couple signees and a couple senior signs for sure. Uh, still don't know about uh, like a Walker Powell or, or Matt Gidry. Um, they're definitely names that are going to pop up in, uh, in some draft rooms as well. But uh, the only time will tell. We're, we're kind of sitting back just like them waiting to see what will happen. And, uh, you know, we wish everybody the best and the most luck, and we'll, we'll, we'll adjust our, our team accordingly. B.A., before we went on the air, uh, Luke was telling Michael and I about a kid, I, I forget now where he was playing, Stanford maybe. And, Stanford. Yeah, he, he was on deck in a game when he got word he had been drafted. And I, I've kind of raised the issue that I sort of think that Major League Baseball needs to put the draft off until college baseball season has ended. But you have any any quick feelings about that? Uh, well, as far as recruiting standpoint, we'd rather be done and over with as soon as possible. Uh-huh. Um, you'd re- you'd really really put teams in a bind if the draft isn't until July, and you know you got guys signing late July, and now school's about to start, and right. you know you got to go out and try to fill your roster. So. The sooner the better. Um, it, it's tough. That kid was obviously playing on Monday and uh, in the regional to, uh, to hear that. But I guarantee none of those guys that heard their name called Monday are disappointed, no matter where they uh, were. I got you. So. All right, B.A., we, we promise to talk to you about camps. We're going to do that right on the other side of the break. We're talking to B.A. Valmuth from Southern Miss Baseball, and we're going to be talking about baseball camps when we come back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back, everybody. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. 
Our friends down on Hardy Street with the biggest selection of Southern Miss apparel you'll find anywhere in the planet. Uh, baseball, football, basketball, they've got it all. Uh, textbooks, of course, stuff for your home and your car as well. Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, campusbookmart.net. If you're listening in other parts of the state and want to pick up some new Southern Miss swag. We're talking to B.A. Valmuth, hitting great for Southern Miss and now the batting coach for the Golden Eagles. And the only Golden Eagle I know, Luke, that ever hit two home runs in the same inning of a NCAA playoff game. B.A., you don't remind, you don't mind me reminding people of that when you come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to remind myself every now and again it's been so long. <laughs> That's good, B.A. All right, talk to us about baseball camps. I know you're in charge of those. I know they're important to the baseball program. So uh, let us know about the camps. Yes, sir. If you go to uh, southernmissbaseballcamps.com, we'll have all of our summer camps posted. Um, we have two for uh, children in kindergarten through eighth grade. Those will be our kids' camps. Those are uh, four day long. Our our first one start here next Monday, June tenth, and it'll last through the thirteenth. Um, basically, from nine to twelve, we go over all the fundamentals of camp. Uh, all baseball uh, throughout the camp. We'll play a little game at the end. Uh, it's a really really fun and instructional camp uh, for younger kids. Then uh, later later this June, we have our pitching and catching, hitting and defense camp which are focused strictly in those those aspects of the game. The pitching and catching will be on a Tuesday, June 25th. The uh, hitting and defense the following day, June 26th. And uh, that's a 9 to 1, 1 p.m. camp. And uh, it, it, we just go super in-depth with uh, all, all those aspects of the game. And then uh, we have another kids' camp in July, July 8th through the 11th. And then we have our uh, summer showcase will be July 13th. Um, and, and that, of course, is uh, for all high school age kids, all the way up to junior college sophomores. Um, and, and that's for you to kind of get on our recruiting radar to, uh, to come out and showcase your ability to find our entire staff. And uh, like I said, all, all camps and all information is on our camp website at southernmissbaseballcamps.com, or they can contact me if they have any further questions. B.A., uh, through the history of the program, have you guys found baseball players uh, through these camps that uh, ended up becoming Golden Eagles? Absolutely. Um, more so in our showcase camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the number was, i got to go back and check them, but something like 60% of the guys on our, our current roster um, had participated in that showcase camp. And not all of them were actually just found there. We knew about some of them. Some of them were invited, that type of stuff. But a uh, majority of our roster comes to that camp. And, uh, you know, it's always good. I tell people all the time, you know, they're going out and playing all this travel ball and stuff. But it's always good to get in front of a, an entire staff and let them all four put their eyes on you um, at that time. So uh, it, it works out a lot better whenever we have them here in-house. We get to show them in our facilities. They get to practice on Pete Taylor Park, uh, at Pete Taylor Park. And, uh you know, they get to see home runs go over our scoreboard, all that type of stuff. It's always good to have our entire staff right there at one moment seeing a kid. Right. And I know I remember sometimes in the past, if I remember correctly, that that you guys even had – you had some other coaches from some other programs participate Absolutely. in some camps. Am I right about that? Yeah. So our, our showcase camp is uh, open to all junior college and lower than D1 level schools. Um We'll have roughly 10 to 15 junior college coaches here from all over the state, even Louisiana and Alabama. Uh, a few D2 coaches, um, some NAIA coaches have come in the past, 
to where, uh, you know, they're looking to fill their roster. Steve. So it's not just Southern Miss. You're also getting a lot of schools in this area uh, and in these, these tri-state area to uh, to come and you get to showcase your ability to put all of that. Yeah, so heck, if you're a good high school baseball player, you're missing the boat if you're not at that camp. Absolutely. It, it, it's come to this more so now with all this travel ball stuff. Um, I always tell kids all the time, they're paying thousands and thousands of dollars to go play travel ball, and you might not be seen at all all summer long um, just because you're playing in the big tournaments. You know, they're 50- and 60-team tournaments. So if you truly want to get in front of it, and it's not just other Miss camps, it, it, it's really if you have aspirations on junior college, whatever it is, you, you need to get in front of those coaches as many times as you possibly can because they can't be everywhere at once. Uh, especially with how many travel ball tournaments there are, na- are nowadays, it- it's really a good opportunity to get in front of their eyes right here at Pete Taylor Park. No question. That makes a lot of sense to me. Luke? B.A., we were talking to uh, to Wes Turner uh, on football yesterday and about their football camps. He he was talking about this also. You, you brought up how cool it is for kids, you know, to be on campus at Pete Taylor Park, uh, see you know balls go out over the the field and stuff. From a baseball perspective, how how important is it that kids actually you know see the facilities and that that percentage that you talked about? How many kids on the current roster now came through the camp? What part of having them on campus, uh, you know, eventually leads them to be a Golden Eagle? It's huge having them here underneath us, uh, going, you know, going through our locker room, seeing where our guys uh, get ready for games, seeing our uniform display, seeing all that type of stuff. A lot of those kids have those questions. And, uh, you know, you, you get to come to a camp, and you're basically on a, a, a – not a, it's not actually a visit, but you're getting to go through and see all of our facilities like you would on an official visit. Um, so having those guys there, a lot, a lot of kids have aspirations of playing here, wonder what it's like. Well, you're practicing on the same field. You're showcasing your ability on the same field. You're going through our locker room. You're seeing our press box. You're seeing our hidden facility, our weight room. You're seeing all those things that our guys get to experience every single day. So it's really, really huge to have on campus. And uh, like I said, never hurts to get in front of all four coaches at one time. And, I mean, people see what kind of program we've got. People see what kind of facilities we got. Because uh, I, I can't remember, who was it, Bob? Was it Cal State Fullerton that was making fun of us and then they came here a few years back and they were amazed by what type of atmosphere it was? Well, that's right. You know, we And we, just, hear that really... from, we hear that from play-by-play guys and coaches from all kinds of schools, B.A., about how impressed they are uh, with the atmosphere at Southern Miss Baseball and the facilities. So, you can make that same impression on, on the quality high school players around the state at these camps. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why we're nationally ranked just about every year. We're going to all these regionals. We're winning conference championships. All of that is a reflection of one quality of coaching staff that's been here uh, for a while with Coach Clay uh, and now Coach Ostrander. Um, and uh, again, our atmosphere is second to none. You know, LSU had a ton of fans, but. It was just a big ballpark, you know. They're the they're the, the premium of uh, college college fans and ballpark when it comes to screaming and yelling and stuff. You get, you get a little bit more unique here in Southern Miss, where you got all the trucks parked <laughs> in the right field. You get to play yeah. in front of our fan base every day. Um, so it's really really a great experience. I'm happy I'm an Eagle, and uh, we look forward to, to signing more Eagles. And these camps are one of the ways. That we can do that. All right, one more time, B.A., let people know how they can uh, find out more information about your ball camps. SouthernMissBaseballCamps.com. If you go to that website, all my information's on there. They're more than welcome 
to uh, contact me if they have any further questions. But if you click on the link, you click on the camp you want, it'll give you all the all the information you need. All right, B.A., thanks for your time. You know Bob, you're welcome on the show Bob, anytime. Bob, real real quick, real quick, B.A., I want to do something real quick. I just want to th- – I want while you're on the air, man, because we have covered this uh, this last year and uh, about, you know, what the NCAA has done with, with uh, people in your position on a baseball staff. And on behalf of, of everybody from the Eagle Hour, everybody from Southern Miss, we just want you – and I want to let you know on air right now – how much we appreciate uh, what you do and and everything that you've you've done and you continue to do for Southern Miss baseball, guys in your position are some of the least appreciated people in college baseball, and we just want to let you know here on the Eagle Hour, we're thankful for everything you do. Well, guys, I appreciate that a lot, and uh, appreciate y'all spreading the good word about Southern Miss baseball and Southern Miss athletics, and uh, that means a lot to me. And hopefully, we can uh, we can keep it rolling here at Baseball One. Things are looking up for the future. So. No question. And let me say one more time, B.A. Valmuth, the only man to hit two home runs <laughs> in one inning of an NCAA regional game, B.A. I'll always be proud of that every time you're on the show. Thanks, man, for coming on very much. Guys, I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you do. All right. B.A. Valmuth, everybody. who I You, you nailed it, Luke. I, I tell you what, if, if, there's a, if there is a most underrated contributor – to the baseball program, now, to you, to you and I, and people that follow it very closely, <clears throat> BA is not underappreciated. But for people who may not know the inner workings of the baseball program, uh, this kid does an awful, awful lot for the baseball program, and and literally does not draw a full time salary for doing that. He's considered a volunteer assistant, and uh, if you haven't been following college baseball in the last. Really, two months. Uh, there was some athletic directors. You know, it was kind of a uh, kind of headed up and shut down by some of the bigger people. Right. You know, I think Texas football. Right. Uh, Texas, fo- yeah. Texas football has a bigger budget than our entire athletic budget. And what it is, there was a movement for for the third volunteer assistant. You know, to be paid, and and you basically right. can hire three assistant coaches. And BA's our guy, and so I just wanted to take that time and just thank you, man, because those guys they do so much and and they get overlooked by you know fan That's bases right. and people. Sometimes great baseball player, great hitting coach for the Golden Eagles. BA Valmuth, a real asset to Southern Miss baseball. All right, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about men's basketball. Boy, there's a new era of excitement there. Garland Wilson is the director of operations for men's basketball, and he's going to join the Eagle Hour in studio right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Bob, Luke, and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg today. Our thanks to our good buddy, B.A. Valmuth, for joining us in the first couple of segments of the show. Always happy to have B.A. on the show. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. What a great place to have lunch five days a week, $8.95, as Kelly Sander can testify to. Uh, 
a full meal, it even fills up Kelly. So, you know, it'll fill up me and Michael combined if it'll fill up Kelly uh, five days a week. And, of course, great sandwiches seven days a week or every day that they're open, uh, pool tables, all sorts of a great Southern Miss memorabilia. Just a cool place to hang out, 4th Street Bar and Grill. Hey, glad to have in the First Bank studio with us this afternoon the new director of operations for Southern Miss men's basketball, Garland Wilson came to USM with Coach Jay Ladner from Southeastern Louisiana, and uh, we're glad to have you in the studio, Garland. I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh, Director of Operations, you were telling me during the break kind of a synopsis of of what all you do. You're going to be a busy guy. Yeah, always. More so behind the scenes of the business side of it, so I stay pretty busy. Right. Well, very crucial because you make the plane reservations and the hotel reservations and everything, don't you? Yes, sir. And the biggest one, we got this atlantis bahamas trip coming up so that'll mm-hmm. be a first first time me doing a tournament like that so right well good deal we're glad you're here man and uh, another thing you're doing is you're heading up these basketball camps and uh, you guys came in here not too long ago so i'm sure this has uh, been a big job yes it was because you know a lot of cheerleading and women's basketball and volleyball people had already occupied dates so we kind of had to go around those dates and pick which ones worked best for our schedule with coach getting here and being so busy. All right, run down them. Let's let's talk about the camp so that people who are listening have kids uh, that they might want to get involved will know what to do. Okay. On Friday, June 7th, we will have our student camp. And also for all of our camps for Southern Miss staff and employees, we offer 50 cent – I mean, not 50 cent, 50 percent off for those camps if they have any kids. But our student camp is on June 7th. It's from 9 to 12 for ages 5 to 18, and it's 60 bucks per camper. And go for moving forward, we have uh, the Little Dribblers Camp, which is a two-day, and none of, none of our camps are overnight. It's June 13th and 14th, which is a Thursday, Friday, from 9 to 12 as well, ages 5 to 8, and it is $75. Then we have a Junior High Elite Camp, which is like a, it's like a, play, like a play date for older kids. It's like 6th graders through 9th grade. From 11 to 2, and it'd be on June the 19th, and it's 60 bucks. And our All American camp is for ages 9 to 15. It's a Monday through Friday camp, and it is is you can do it 40 bucks per session. We have it broke, broken up where you can do it 40 bucks a session, or you can do it for the whole week at 175. Mm-hmm. And then we have a high school elite camp, which is for age for high schoolers, 9 to 12 graders, which is 60 dollars per person, and it it goes from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and the big, the only team thing we had, we had the Golden Eagle Shootout. We don't do like 18 teams. 18 teams, 18 teams will play each other. They get three games apiece, mm-hmm. and that I mean, we literally, we put it out and it is filled. Is that new? Yeah, we have all 18 teams filled. Yeah, is that a new deal there though? Yeah, we, this is the first. This is the first one we've done. So yeah. tell us again. That that's basically a, that's a tournament team, of sorts. Yeah, team camp play date. You guaranteed three games. Uh huh. 18 teams. You guaranteed three games. 150 bucks on June 15th. Now, when you say teams, are these are these rec teams? No, high school. High teams? school teams. High, high school, school teams. Team. Mm-hmm. So team. basically, it's a kind of a mini high school basketball tournament. Correct. Yeah, and you get and our coaches get to you know get to kind of look and see, right? But I did. I was listening to 
the baseball coach that was on before, which is good. And I will bring it to coach where or obviously we have to check with rules and all that kind of stuff with basketball because our rules differ from mm-hmm. basketball to baseball. If like the coaches, D2 coaches and mm-hmm. all the way down to junior college guys come and look possibly. I mean, I did right. pick that up. Well, here's something, though, that's got to be the same, Garland. You like this elite camp you have. You get your better high school players coming in. It gives them a ch- – and the tournament. But it gives them a chance – to get a good close look at Southern Miss basketball, but it also gives you guys a chance to look at prospects. Am I right? Uh, and, and it does. And, you know, to take it further than that, it gives – even if there are some kids that won't get to play college sports, they may want to come to school here. But just, it gets them on campus. It's a good recruiting tool for the university as well. Right. Luke? Garland, uh, for all of us on the Eagle Hour, man, welcome to uh, the Southern Miss family. And talk about Jay Ladner for a minute. You know, these are the Jay Ladner uh, Southern Miss basketball camps. Uh, you worked with him previously at Southeastern Louisiana, and and you are. I was reading your your bio, the quote you had. You were delighted to uh, to come with him to Southern Miss. Talk about him for a minute and his leadership and what he's meant to you. Oh, it's been a, it's been a ton to me. I have a nine year old son that's back in Alabama, and coach allows me to make up my time with him and all that kind of stuff and but coaches also he allows me to do my job he's more he tells me he always tells me that I keep him straight he always tell me just get with G he tell me where I need to go he'll keep me in line so he, he lets me he lets me do my job and just report it back to him long as he's long as I get it done he's okay with it <laughs> yeah hi uh, high compliments he calls you his right hand man and that, that's that's uh, that's pretty pretty high compliments um you know some of these uh, these camps, especially uh, the little dribblers in the shooting camp, there's there's a wide variety. Uh, but some of these elite camps, you know, they're they're age segmented. One of the things that I was excited about, you know, it, it says even at some of these camps, there'll actually be some players from the Golden Eagles uh, that will be out there. Yes, we will have some of our players there because it allows them to come and interact with the kids as well. And Coach Ladner, he's very hands on with camp, so he's you know you. You, you have players at different stations, but coach goes around to every station, every station, talking and teaching every, every one of them. It's just uh, and what's really cool. Some of these are at the Pain Center, obviously, because you'll have uh, a lot of camps, uh, a lot of campers, and but man, you know, a couple of these camps, these elite camps, man, they get to they get to to ball on the floor of Reed Green. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that it that and that's that's a perk of it because a lot of kids always want they want to come on your campus they want to see your arenas and that's some of their bigger questions like what does the arena look like or having our uniforms out and all that kind of stuff what our locker room look like so those are some of the questions that kids are asking nowadays. Now Garland, I wanted to uh, go ahead. Look, go ahead. I wanted one more question. You you had mentioned it, Garland. This uh this Atlantis tournament that's coming up to start the season. I think people people heard John Cox talk about it. People have have heard a few people in the athletic department talk about it. But man, this is a huge deal. I mean, some of the the absolute best teams, Final Four teams, teams that went deep in the tournament, they're going to be there, and the Golden Eagles are going to be right there also. That was one of the first folders that got dropped on my desk. That you know, having to communicate with them. I mean, it's everybody from North Carolina, Michigan, Oregon, Gonzaga, Seton mm. Hall, Alabama, mm. Iowa State. I mean, it's and 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 we're there and we're there with those guys. So it's it's, it's going to be fun. Wow. It's going to definitely be a good experience. Wow, that's, that's yeah. pretty good company. <laughs> yeah, Garland, we're talking uh, before you came on the air about uh, Coach Ladner. Tell Southern Miss fans what kind of basketball they're going to see. Coach, we'll see. We'll see. If you see a lot of exciting basketball for starters, coach like coach like to get up and down pretty good, shoot, shoot a lot of threes, so it's, it's fast, basically exciting basketball. So it, it, it'll be good. 
Now, I, I'm going to guess that since you started working with Coach Ladner, you have you have learned about the great MK Turk. Yes, sir. He, I mean, it'd be times where everybody we riding on the bus back from a basketball game, and everybody else would be sleeping. Me and Coach, we were like sit side by side, and he and he had talked to me about it. He, uh-huh. he would talk to me about it a lot. And he based a lot of his philosophy based on Coach Turk as well. Were you surprised when you came here? You told me that uh, you guys really got hit with uh, the Coach Turk memories and the NIT championship memories. Were you surprised at, at how vivid all of that remains in the minds of Southern Miss basketball fans? Well, I was because, I mean, Coach told me he, did, he had talked to me when I first got the job at Southeastern about, you know, the NIT, NIT championship and all that kind of stuff. And then – when I get when I get here, and I knew Coach was like big in in Mississippi. When I get here, and it's it's not even close to what I was thinking in my mind. And you know, people like, people would come up to me asking about Coach. You, I remember the NIT game like it was yesterday, and it's yeah. it's, just, it's it's the craziest thing ever. Yeah, it really is. Were you uh, were you at all surprised at the reception that Coach Ladner got? Because I know he was the popular name that came up uh, when Doc announced he was leaving. I, I think it's fair to say that Coach Ladner was at the top of most people's list. Um, and I don't mean to sound say this in that, but I was not. I was not surprised. I was not surprised by that because just because of the way Coach does things, first class, and how he treats people, relationships are really, really important with Coach. So that mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise me one bit. What kind of what kind of kid will Coach Ladner be looking for to join the Southern Miss basketball family? Team first, team first, and academics. We all and coach is all about getting in the community too. So we do a lot of we have a lot of community service going. Good kids, respectful kids, and because that's how that's how he's always done it. And, and he's been cl- successful every time, every way we've done it. And classroom, I gather, comes first with him. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. We got study hall from two to three and three to four, which I'll be leaving here. I'll be going straight to study hall. Is that right? They're already in study hall, huh? Already in it, yes, sir. <laughs> so Luke, did you have to go to study hall when you were playing football here? For the first year, yes. And one time I missed it, and I got in trouble. So, Coach Garland, hopefully you won't have to bust anybody today. But, yeah, well, Coach those are La- some Coach, sweet memories. Coach Ladner handles all that, so ain't nobody, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to miss. He's, he's hands-on with the punishment, too. So You also worked with uh, Coach Green, who was a, a really iconic guy here. I did. I worked for him at Jacksonville State, and that's how I met Kyle Rome, which is how me and Kyle Rome met at Jacksonville State as well. I'm, I get to come here. Well, Coach Green, Coach Ladner, you've had some pretty good mentors, haven't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No and question. Kyle Rohn as well. That's, my, that's right. my main man. Well, Garland, thanks a lot, man. Thank Garland you. Garland Wilson, everybody, is the Director of Operations for Men's Basketball, and we're glad to have him in the Southern Miss family. We'll be right back. I want to thank Garland Wilson from Southern Miss Basketball. Again, Jay Ladner Basketball Camps 
Ladnerbasketballcamps.com, jladnerbasketballcamps.com. A lot of camps going on in the month of June. Also want to thank B.A. Volmuth, Southern Miss Baseball Camps.com. Uh, a great time if you got young basketball players or high school basketball, baseball players. Get them into these camps. Let them see the facilities at Southern Miss. And, and uh, you know, B.A., Bob, talked about that statistic. He was talking about 60% of the current roster came through the camp. There's another statistic on that website. 80% of former Southern Miss baseball players went through a Southern Miss baseball camp. 80%. Well, there you go. There, There's a reason for would, it being so important. I would ins- assume that Walner, Charlie Fisher, and Ryan Ock, the Minnesota trifecta, probably didn't aren't included right. in that 80%. But uh, right. there, there's a whole lot. Anyway, fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Gulfport Home Center. If you're looking for manufactured housing, Gulfport Home Center has the largest inventory and the best prices on manufactured housing in South Mississippi. Check them out online or check them out on Highway 49 in Gulfport. Gulfport Home Center, proud sponsor of the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour. Bob, Luke, and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Uh, they changed some times on the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championship, so I want to give those to you. All of these events will either be on ESPN2, ESPN3, ESPNU. You can, If you've got a watch ESPN app, you should be able to watch uh, the four Golden Eagles compete. Today, McKinley West runs in the 100-meter semifinal at 5.02. So semifinal in the 100 meters, McKinley West, 5.02 p.m. today. 14 minutes later at 5.16 p.m., Caleb Parker will be running in the 110-meter hurdles. So both of those guys in semifinals today, West at 5.02 and the 100-meter Parker in the 110-meter hurdles at 5.16. Their finals will be Friday night. Eric Richards and, and John Warren and the jumps, their semis won't take place until Friday, so we bring those to you. But tonight you can watch all your Golden Eagle track fix. You can uh, get it over with in about 30 minutes, 5.02 and 5.16. So Man, four kids competing in national championships. What a no, we're what getting a used to that. To, uh, to we're track getting used field. to that. I mean, yeah. it's just, it seems to be every uh, national meet as of late. Hey, great show tomorrow, Luke. Mason Strickland and Eric Horde on the show, along with Patrick McGee. So we're going to start talking to some of these kids that uh, are leaving the baseball program. And we're going to start tomorrow with Mason Strickland and Eric Horde, uh, both who I think make good contributions uh, to Golden Eagle bas- uh, baseball. They did. Strick just kind of got, uh, you know, was battling some injuries down the stretch. Horde was huge in different places. Both of those guys played it in Ellisville at Jones College and, and then just made the short 20-minute trip to Hattiesburg. Excited to have them. They'll be here in, in the Laurel studio. And over the next few weeks, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get some of these seniors. You know, Garland was talking about where he's headed right now, Bob, to study hall. Uh they we're still in the process at the University of Building, you know, the, the Jeff Bauer Center and, and in one of the, I think it's the third or fourth floor in, in the library. But I remember back in the day for football, you look up to these seniors, and one of those seniors that we had on our team was Jeremy Bridges, played a long time in the National Football League. And so, you know, when you're a true freshman, you're looking for inspiration, you're looking for uh, leadership examples. I can remember as a true freshman going into uh, the computer lab part of study hall, and uh, and and was needed to use a computer. So I look over at this senior offensive lineman, and he is on a website called wheelswheelswheels.com. And so what you could do on wheelswheelswheels.com is pick your, your model type, your car model type, uh, what color you wanted it, and how big or little you wanted your rims. 
And this is going on. And and because of Jeremy Bridges, from then on out, all the computer screens had to face outward so that our academic advisors could make sure that we weren't on wheelswheelswheels.com. Maybe you should have jerked him down over that, Luke. You know, beat him, beat him around the study hall a little bit and let him know what was what. I was a punter, and he was 6'5", 340 pounds. It was not happening. <laughs> I don't blame you. Hey, back on the road Friday, we'll be at Ramey Motors down in Purvis. It'll be our third trip down there. Always exciting uh, to go down there, and uh, great inventory of stuff down there, of course. Uh, and a great show tomorrow with Mason Strickland and Eric Hord. Uh, I really thought Eric Hord stepped up big time along with Fred Franklin and Storm Cooper, three seniors that I thought really stepped up in the postseason, Luke, and pretty much in many ways led the way for that 6-2 and two run they made in the postseason. Clutch hits, and Eric Hord was one of those guys, a huge career at Jones College, uh, just found, you know, this year, found the, the place that he could help this team. And he was one of those guys, you know, uh, as a fan, you watch him and you think, you know, maybe he's 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 needs a few more at-bats or he's deserving a few more of those bats. When Bowen got hot, really took away the DH, you know, position from him. And what does he do? He, he knows his role. And more times than not, when he was put into a, a, a place to make a difference, he did. And so it'd be really cool to hear about those guys and what's next for them tomorrow. Well, and then you go back a year to the Conference USA tournament. Tournament, and if it's not for Mason Strickland, the Golden Eagles don't get to the championship game of the tournament. He yep. he stepped up and, and really made a huge contribution to that championship. He did get that. Uh, they got that complete game. And be fun to talk to him tomorrow uh, about that. All right. Looking forward to having two ball players on the show with us tomorrow, along with our buddy Patrick McGee. We'll be back at one tomorrow, everybody. Until then, Southern Miss to the, to the top. On slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.